0: 11 minutes 11
1: minutes of recorded uh, guff. Bollocks Guff <laughs> Absolute 11 minutes of Sheer Hey what's new eh? What's sheer shit? How's that oh, different In terms, flagship episode three hundred and fourteen. I'm the host, Jamie, and I'm joined by Martin Millie, yes, and Stephen. What's oh, happening? Oh, well, nothing. Uh, um, yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, yeah. literally nothing's happened because uh, the football's cancelled. Uh, well, the football has been paused because there has been a national tragedy, uh, and the football authorities thought best thing to do uh, after the national tragedy was to panic, panic. Yeah, yeah. Panic. yeah. And what they didn't do was maybe take a minute to realise that people like football, people want to go to football. Um, If you are sad because something happened, it might give you an opportunity even to switch off and enjoy the football if you're that way persuaded, if you're into kings and queens and all that sort of stuff. You might want to go and celebrate or take your mind off it. But what they did was they panicked and just cancelled everything. And I think, Stephen, that's a gross overreaction.
2: Oh, of course it was. And that was played out, that was proven, in fact, by the fact that nothing else was cancelled. It's only football that was cancelled on the mm. weekend. There were even other sports. It's not even as if, right, okay, right, all sport is off, but you can still go to the cinema or you can go to the pub because, you know, it's a time of time of reflection. You might want to go out and either celebrate or whatever, right? No, you could do do anything apart from going to football. You go to rugby, cricket, anything. There was Formula One on the weekend. I know that's not in Britain, but Mm. I mean, a lot of British people watch it. So I I really don't understand why football was uh, cancelled because I I know the reason, right? It's Mm. a very obvious reason that football was cancelled, but I still can't understand why. What's the correlation? No. There's no correlation between there being this national tragedy and disrespecting it by carrying on with football it's completely absurd to me
1: I think there's a situation mainly down south where Prince will. I'm not too up on the princes but one of them has an affiliation with the FA the English FA so having a kick about well he's meant to be doing duties or whatever reason, I can understand the tie in there maybe the English football might want to cancel or well maybe not actually because the, the official guidance came out from uh, the government I think it was and it was basically like it, I was actually quite surprised by the official guidance because it basically said, feel under no obligation to change any way of life. Yeah. Feel under no obligation to do even anything. It wasn't even, we will observe a minute's silence at whatever, or make sure you wear black armbands. The official guidance was, look, life goes on and you just need to continue. And that's not really what happened. I mean, there are you could look at it from another perspective. If you were this way in see, C, you were into, like, kings and queens and dukes and knaves and princes wizards and, and, and wizards next. and masters of coin and all <laughs> well, that.
3: If you say wizards or lizards? <laughs> <laughs> well, Wiz-
1: wizards. <laughs> if you're into all that Game of Thrones-type stuff and you wanted to have a joyous occasion about it, where better than, say, Ibrox Park <laughs> to, to do such a thing, you know? And they'll feel really left out by it. But I was... I wasn't surprised though when the football was cancelled and I wasn't surprised either, Stephen, when the SFA or the SPFL or whoever it was waited to the English made their decision. Oh, of course, yeah. Because that was basically what they were looking to do, wasn't it? They don't have any independent thought. They just wanted to wait and see what England did.
2: I I think Scottish football was in a somewhat unique position as well because they were going to have to deal with a certain people Mm. in inverted commas, right? Regardless of what happened here, what we were faced with was the, when the news started coming through not not the not the news but the the reaction to it and I, as it got towards the weekend what we're we going to do about the football there was some chat there about how it was going to be left up to the individual clubs to decide and I was looking forward to that because <laughs> yes. we, are, we all know what would have happened there mm. I was really looking forward to a potential scenario where Celtic didn't or Celtic played rather sorry and Rangers didn't out of respect leaving them a potential eight points behind and Months and months and months of greeting about fixture congestion, yeah. which we're all faced with now as well. Though, see, joking aside, that's what that's the the sinking boat we're in now because mm. of this nonsense. And we're all now in a extremely tight schedule. World it's already Cup. It's, it's already it'll be, an ne- ext- it'll be next year before the games. Yeah, are played. it's already an extraordinary season in that regard. It's a World Cup, so we're we're tight as a butler's cuff here when mm. it comes to actually fitting these fixtures in. And we've gone and just basically hamstrung ourselves, trying to squeeze this extra one in. I don't know what's going to happen this weekend coming. By the time you see this, some resolution may have been struck, but uh, I'm led to believe that it's going ahead dependent on police resources, Mm. which we don't know.
1: Well, I watched a thing on the news, and again this might be redundant by the time podcast comes out, but I watched a thing, or I heard a thing on the radio today that says like, they're expecting 2 million people in London and they literally don't have the police to accommodate that many people, so they're going to have to pull police from all over the UK to help police this but also there's sporting events on all of the it's I mean it's almost like we're completely unprepared for something we all knew was going to happen at some <laughs> for point for in the last, years,
3: right. years. that's the problem is that we all sort of thought right when when this does happen it's going to be there will be something in place where mm. everything either goes or it all stays yet football's the thing that's went and everything else has stayed so if they kind of painted themselves into a couple so we've backed themselves into the corner here because they can't really cancel another set of games this weekend, but it probably should be this weekend yeah. that yeah, would be the one that would get cancelled because that makes more sense. But they just fly in there and go, I'll cancel these <laughs> games and then everybody <laughs> yeah. else we're just going to keep going because that's the protocol. It just it's again the the guidance and governance. Yeah, like again is, is,
1: is the the funeral is that next week Monday, then Monday, right? yeah, Monday? So what you're gonna have is on the weekend that the national tragedy happened, you're going to have no games of football, but you're going to have lots and lots of games of football on probably the more, um, so I don't want, is it important? I don't know, but you know what I mean? The most significant weekend, yeah, yeah, the more... you're going to have the full, the full calendar of thing, And I think there's, I think the elephant in the room here is that there was probably a, an attempt to avoid uh, protests and yeah. songs that didn't um Go along with the the prevailing wind of where people want us to be and how people expect you to feel about these things. There was clearly going to be protests, um, at which hundred percent should be allowed. If you oh, want it, yeah, uh, but... there's no. no I, I felt that I didn't even need to say that, but it, this is the internet, and sometimes you have to say things that don't need said. Protests, are
3: a bit, uh, bit too heavy, isn't it? It would have mm. been people interrupting the minute silence. Is, is that? Oh is there would have been much more than that There, there would have been, been songs But I don't know if they would have been There would have been a mass gathering of protest.
1: No there that. wouldn't have been a mass gathering of protest. But I mean the games You know People I think what they want is For these games to go ahead As you say Minute silence Everyone observes it Ibrox Park will be Do their thing with banners And all that sort of stuff They would away from and, home so was, Oh are they? Are they they would have been Oh they would have been So but what they want is They want that message going Canons. out Like <laughs> <laughs> any excuse to wheel out the cannons <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Paratroopers and guys <laughs> abseiling Um that's what they'll do and that's the sort of prevailing attitude that people want but what you're going to have is not just at Celtic Park, not just for the Celtic game but other football stadiums around the country you're going to have people Liverpool as well that are not no buying into this sort of narrative and I think there's an element of God we can't how do we stop this happening when that shouldn't be the attitude at all.
3: No, well
2: well he- one, th- putting this kicking it down the can or kicking the can down the street rather a week hasn't solved that problem but we're, like, we're still going to be faced with Being around the funeral of this and still having to react to it in some way, maybe people are going to be even more, in fact, people will be even more annoyed that they had a a weekend of football taken away from them Mm -hmm. for what I can gather is absolutely no reason, absolutely no fathomable reason as I sit here. And two, let's see if your thing here that we're trying to get across here is so politically and socially contentious. That that's a strong possibility that will happen at certain games. Hearts have already done it, right? So it's not just Celtic. Hearts have already yeah. interrupted the minute silence and were off fighting with each other. Some were singing "God Save the Queen," mm. some were shouting at each other, some were fighting and all that. That happened at Time Castle, Never mind Celtic. So if if your thing here is likely to cause so much contention among just the general football going public. Maybe think about what what it is in the first place then. Maybe think about what that thing is and why we're
1: forcing people to observe it. It's maybe what you're saying is keep politics out of football. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Don't have a minute of silence at the game. Just
3: keep the politics out of the football. Maybe anything else to add? It's easy to go, uh, it's going to be Celtic and Liverpool, but well, I think there'll be a lot more and a Mm. lot more teams that maybe people will be shocked by because honestly, seeing the reaction after this, is there going to be a lot of grounds that completely observe a minute's silence over this? I very much doubt it.
1: And at the end of the day, cares, you, <laughs> you should be allowed to yeah. protest these things if you want. We apparently live in a healthy democracy and if people want to go to a football ground and they want to boo or they want to let their feelings known about this sort of thing, then you can't just cancel games in an effort to avoid that. And then also, there's like an insidious thing that I think where, who's setting the agenda here? Well, it's the people who... Right. Well, we we need to respect this, and there must be proper. And uh, why why is that the agenda? The agenda mm-hmm. should be the games go ahead, and the way people react is the way people react. Well, I, I started
2: this by saying it was panic, and I, I firmly believe that because mm. Scottish, well, and English football as well, which you can maybe more understand if people are into that kind of thing down here. I know they are up here, but maybe more so down there. Football in this. Scenario has come across a little bit like the person who turned up to the party in fancy dress, not really knowing that that wasn't the vibe. Because Mm. I feel like (laughs) the whole world, the whole of Britain, anyway, has been gearing up to this event for decades now. I mean, it was '96, right? So we're gearing up to this, and the whole time, all the jokes were like, "Oh, a couple of weeks off, it's going to be full North Korea. Mm. It's going to be like... I mean, obviously, this pre predates the the COVID lockdown, that kind of." That, that attitude towards it oh it's going to be like no, everything's going to be shut and all that and then nothing happened nothing. nothing happened at all everything was open nobody was after work at all as far as I'm, I know and then football just jumped the gun and went like well we're off we're off how, how could we imagine having football on this occasion on this day of days why would we even dream of disrespecting the country like this
1: meanwhile the ruggers is on <laughs> the golf's on <laughs> yes. Horse racing's on, darts, bowls, tiddlywinks, um, chess, everything you can imagine is on. All the dignified sports. <laughs> all, the, all the dignified sports, just the one that the working class people like, that got cancelled yeah. so they can uh, appreciate. Um, I, 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 I did watch, just to end on this, I did watch a wee clip of a, uh, I saw it on TikTok with King Charles. By the way, anytime someone says King Charles, <laughs> I immediately think they're going to say Spaniel after it. A wee it. dog. Uh, uh, King Charles Spaniel, he met Liz Truss, who is the new PM, and he said... Well, this is I think his exact words were this is the day I've been dreading but we all just need to get on with it and I thought if, if he's saying that <laughs> he's more <to> open the <laughs> gates <laughs> let us moan our heads of state <laughs> that's <It's, it's, it's, laughs> it? his mum and he's like oh, blah, we just need to get on with it eh? meanwhile yeah. the SPFL no it's he, going to he be- could barely keep the smile off his face <laughs> <laughs> I've been promoted couldn't wait to yeah. get his chubby little fingers yeah. on that crown <laughs> <laughs> good
3: news and bad
1: news <laughs> yeah so, there's good news
3: and irrelevant news it's going to be well for Britain or the world's weirdest football team mm. this is a chance for them to stop that nonsense of hanging a picture in their dressing room but they won't
1: no. of course I saw a thing a
3: debate where they were like
1: what do we do with the portrait of the Queen do we keep it up or do we put up the, the portrait of the new king next to the new queen? And I thought, no, no, you can't. Because queens and kings go back thousands of years. <laughs> yeah. So if you're going to do that, then you need to find a picture of all the other ones that I don't know the name of. <laughs> so that for continuity's sake, you need, to, you need to make your minds up very clearly here. Or just don't have a picture of the yeah. queen up in the dressing room. Simple as tidier, isn't it? It's yeah. so weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, anyway, from the world's most successful football team to the world's most uh, successful football team, for real though. Um, for Real for from, Real, From
2: Royal to Real Which you, is
1: Spanish for Royal Is it? <laughs> yes well, it is Real Madrid <laughs> came to Celtic Park They did end up beating us Stephen 3-0 uh, But Melly I could not be prouder of my team Because we lost But we lost on our own terms
3: Yeah and that's what we asked for last mm. week I think going into the game We were all confident I mean Stephen spoke about it And at the match he said Look this is all we can ask We are going into a game against Real Madrid And we think we can get something here We think we can go out there and win, draw, imagine we had a one on mm. last week after the week we had, but it wasn't to be, and look, as, as what you're saying, you're proud of the team because we didn't just go there and look, did alright, avoided mm. a, an absolute shellacking, we went and played football, and went at them and matched them potentially a better team in the first half, and then they came out and decided, we are really going to play this half instead of just playing, and boy oh boy, I have seen a lot of teams uh, playing against Celtic this isn't the best team player wise but the most ruthless and mm. clinical team mm. I've ever seen they didn't create many clear cut chances but the ones they did create they took and I was just like when you can sort of compress, decompress after the game you go well, that was pretty special from them Mm. because creating one or two chances and they bagged every one of them, they played very well, but probably could have played better. You're like, that is a proper team.
1: Stephen, one thing I'm trying to get across here is it wasn't, um, we weren't like heroic in defeat and that is not to say that that was a, a criticism, but heroic in the defeat suggests that you went and you were the plucky underdogs and you threw yourself in front of the ball and you were cleaning things off the line and you were... Holding on by the skinnier of your teeth and, by God, the bloody boys, they were so close. No, no, we took on Real Madrid toe-to-toe, looked them in the eye, played our football, didn't compromise our style, gave them something to think about. A lot of our players wouldn't have looked, Real, Real Hatati would not have looked out of place yeah. in our Real Madrid team on the night. Callum McGregor, there's a couple of players that we'll go on to talk about. And it wasn't like plucky underdogness. It was we belong to. We belong here. We deserve to be in this company.
2: Oh yeah, it was a great performance. For I mean, I I, I don't want to get carried away. Of course, it was a defeat and a, a relatively heavy defeat at yeah. home. Something we're not accustomed to. We're not really. Is it
1: though? I mean, teams lose three out to Real Madrid all the time. Yeah, well, well, I
2: I just mean on the bare numbers of it, mm. like, losing three nil at home is never a great thing. Which I, I just wanted to kind of temper what I was saying a wee bit because I said I started by saying it was a great performance, which you know. Uh, context is important Mm -hmm. here it was Real Madrid with with games like that you need a lot of things to go your way Mm -hmm. but Celtic did their part in it they played their part in that game they took the game to Real Madrid I I watched it back since it feels like ages ago since this game because we had some football cancelled at the weekend which I've already spoken about it feels like about a month ago played Real Madrid so I've watched it back and I was just I was kind of mentally taking notes I was like right very early on with press where did any making a mistake. Thibaut Courtois booted the ball right of the park. There was that, right? Then Abada had a chance. It was deflected wide. And I was like, it's quite a good start. And I looked at the clock. It was 27 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> 27 <laughs> seconds on the clock when both of those things had happened. So I thought, right, maybe, maybe I've just sort of, I've overdone it in my mm-hmm. head. But I've, 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 in fairness to that it was basically the whole half Took, it was? took the game to them the entire half, and what I mean by would if see if you compare this to the Barcelona game from ten years ago now, I said many years ago. It was ten years ago now. If you compare it to that game, what you need on occasions like this when you're playing such a good team is for a lot of things to go your way. Right. You maybe need for one or two of their players to just not quite click. You are maybe wait. <laughs> you you need for that team to miss one or two of their chances, one or two of their easy chances. Mel, you've already said they simply just didn't do that. They scored the ones they got. And the fact of the matter is, on the night, I don't think they had a single, even mediocre performance no. at all. After having watched it back now, every single player on the park for them was excellent. They some more than others, which we'll make into as well. But I think nothing really happened for Celtic. We didn't get any breaks. Celtic happened to Real Madrid is is my point here. They created Mm. chances in the first half, hit the post as well. Dyson Madden in the second half had a a decent chance as well. The thing is, scored one of them, it might have just made them angry and they they could have taken over again, but that's not how it felt at the time. Mm. It didn't feel like that at all. In the stadium, we felt, if we can just go ahead here, That's something to cling on to. That's something to get behind. It just didn't happen for us on the night, sadly.
1: Well, I think we're brushing over these chances and we're saying, oh, if this happened and that happened, And I think really these are the crux to it because I know it is a cliche, but I think that's the story of the game for me because the performance was there. The team performance was there. The individual performances was there. The, the work rate was there I heard a stat somewhere I tried to find it before we came on I couldn't find it I heard Celtic collectively as a team ran 10k further than Real Madrid in that game really? so the, the press was there everything that you wanted to see for Celtic was there the chance creation was there there was a few players I thought who could have performed better but we missed our chances mm-hmm. and you simply cannot expect to beat a team like Real Madrid and miss those chances because when Real Madrid get the chances like you say they put them away Now they didn't put Other chances away Made some good tackles um, I nearly called him Fraser Foster Made a good save But it was very yeah. Foster-esque yeah. The save he made um, and, and we just missed it I think Abada Had probably two McGregor hits the Inside of the post And it's no In the back of the net Now he said We got to talk to him On the At The Match Podcast Patreon.com Slash 20 Minute Times And he says I don't know how That stayed out I mean you don't know How that stayed out And then Maeda You cannot miss A chance like That falls to Maeda Or that one of the, the second chance That Abada got and expect to beat Real Madrid You just can't do it
2: This is my whole point It's like you you need Some of those to go in You need something to, The old cliche Something to go in off your ass, And you hope that they hit the post yeah. They hit the post They're getting frustrated They're creating chances And misses them They're maybe getting a little bit Frustrated that they're not beating this you know, European minnow That they're coming up mm. against Nobody in the Champions League For five years That's what you're hoping for But we didn't get any of these things Which is the unfortunate thing I, I have to be realistic. You do need all of these things to go your way when you're playing against Real Madrid. Even at home, I know we're a big club and all that, but that doesn't win you games against teams that can... I mean, they made substitutions. They brought in Aidan Hazard, who was, two or three years ago, was one of the best players yeah. in Europe. They brought on Rudiger because they got an injury and he is a Champions League winner. Not with Real Madrid. They bought a Champions mm. League winner to come into this team and who didn't start. That's what you're up against. And for we just didn't get any of the breaks. And I'm not talking about just lucky things here and there on the pitch, the break of the ball around that. I'm talking about these big key moments that just didn't go our way.
1: And we kind of ran out of fuel and as far, we ran out of ammunition as, as far as the missing and the chances went, Melly, because see when we're playing at home, I think we ended up, I think we got six shots on goal or four shots on goal and we, Madrid got six and ended up scoring three then we got four and scored none, right, on target. When we're playing anyone else at home, we can afford to miss those chances because yeah. yeah. we know we're going to get 12, 13, 14 shots on target sometimes right. up to 25 shots on goal you know, on and off target but you're not going to get that against Real Madrid I don't want it to labour the point too much but all I'm trying to do now is illustrate that's the gulf the difference oh, yeah. between what we're up against every week is I missed miss that it's alright I missed miss that it's alright and I, I'm not saying the play. I'm not accusing the players of that they know Abada knows when he misses that chance he might not get another one for the whole game Maeda knows when you miss five four yards you're probably not going to get another one and it's just that—that's the, the the sort of gulf that we need to overcome. We need to be ruthless.
3: Yeah, it's the levels, isn't it? We we say this all the time. It's about that this wee learning curve that, mm. unfortunately we well, having to learn on the job right now we're, we're in it we don't have yeah. a year to bed into this Champions League you're in and you need to start winning and it's but difficult. do you think that's managerial do you think it's players I
1: suppose I'm getting to because Andrew would say well my system kind of worked here but the players that it fell to just couldn't get the finish whereas when it falls to the Real Madrid players they know they only they only need one chance after they think, right gone
3: I don't know if it's about having one chance I just mm. think it's these guys are better at what they do than Celtic are mm. and what does Celtic do about that nothing the reason every player's at Celtic is because they're not at that level they want to get to that level so they need to go through this to maybe get to that this will be one where maybe players will have to have to have a look at themselves and go look I think I played really well there but maybe could I improve on my finishing could I improve on my passing Juranovic might think I might need to scan a bit more be mm-hmm. more aware of what's around me Every player will have learned so much from that game, more than they have learned have played in 38 Scottish games last season. And this is what you want to aspire to. Every player out there will want to go, do you know what, I think I can play at this level regularly and try and get there. The thing about the finishing is, yes, maybe we missed one or two chances, but what do you do about that? Well, You can't replicate that in any way. So if a player misses a chance, it happens Maeda's one's probably the one you think "Ah, he's got to do better if Kyogo or Jota missed that I don't think a lot's made of it but because some people doubt Maeda's technical ability sometimes there's a bit more made of it but at the end of the day he was in the position it just didn't work out and look you can go on about we didn't take these chances but we created these chances and that's probably better than not missing them hmm. of course it is but if you're there making these chances against these teams it's going to come at some point it just would think get the break that night
1: I, I think Melly says that, what do you do about these missed chances and really there's not enough that you can do because before the game one of my concerns was Abada right and, and, and look people get very defensive about Abada and he's a good young player and his contribution's brilliant but I thought his crossing's not great and we're not going to get many opportunities to get the ball in the box. Yeah. And if it, if it's going down his side all the time and he's missing crosses, I'm going to be quite frustrated watching that. And then I thought to myself, well, he's more instinctive. Yeah. You know, Abada's good coming at the back post, hitting it, quite instinctive finisher. And I just worried that too many, too many good chances would break down when they got to Abada. And that's kind of what happened with him, right? However... Hans question, what did you do about that? Well, the other option was Maeda, and he misses a sitter as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So really, uh, there wasn't a great deal we could have done about it.
2: I know you could argue that if Abada had been in the same position, which is not how it works. That's Aye. not how football works. They don't have these exact same instincts for picking up uh, positions. You could argue, though, if you just just transplanted Abada into that chance, it's probably in the mm. back of the net, isn't it? Because that's what he's good at. That's what he's really good at. I, I, would, I would defend Maeda, though, because I think that chance is... It's close range, but it's quite hard to take because Juranovic has, uh, he's not even fizzed across. He has basically aimed a shot at Maida's feet it's not even in front of him where he could stick out a toe it's directly between his yeah. feet and he can't organise his feet quick enough because it's, it's been rattled into him so I think a I, chilling image
3: I think, yeah. <laughs> think Maida's quite good with the ones he doesn't have to think about it's yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. the ones mm. he has to think about and he has time that he, he maybe gets it a bit wrong Abada as well I mean Abada
2: had a big chance early on not the one that was deflected way I think that may have been on target actually when you when you look at um, when you watch it back rather but he had a big chance where he was not so much clear Clean through, but he shot from quite far out, basically straight at Courtois. And I thought, wait, that's that's not the kind of thing you want Abada on no. to do. You yeah. want you want him to be on the end of things but I thought that was slightly... I mean, the guy's 20 years old playing in his first Champions League game. Against one of the
1: best goalkeepers. I,
2: yeah, that is, I thought it was... My main thought there was that's very naive to think you're going to beat Courtois from that mm-hmm. angle, from that distance. I, I don't think there was ever any chance of him uh, scoring that. But again, we, we're probably going to end up talking a lot about it tonight. It's, it's about learning, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And like these That team... I don't want to come across all pure tin pot and celebrating the fact we've lost at home at Real Madrid. But again, we have to be realistic here. We, we were never going to win that game now that we've seen the way it played out, right? Mm. Certainly we're never going to actually win it, but the, for me the most important thing is
1: that... Now that we've seen how it played out, incidentally, uh, I want to just reaffirm that point because yeah, it yeah, seems well, like it's... something that people might pick you up wrongly on. Yeah,
2: well, Yeah. My, my my overall point is that I went to that game really confident that yeah. we going to take it and that's that doesn't marry up with what actually happened in the game because Real Madrid are they're just they're simply much better. They're a much better fighter than us mm. as uh, <laughs> Ace Ventura to... That must be a rare quote from Ace Ventura to Ace Ventura to When Nature Calls.
1: Yeah, I think we've actually used that one in this yeah, podcast I'm, I'm before. Yeah,
2: I'm almost certain. But yeah, I was really confident going to the game. And really, that's all I can ask. I'm really sorry to say that. That's all I can ask of a Celtic team because we've been doing this podcast a long time and we've had a lot of European games, even Champions League games back in the day. It feels weird to say that. It's been so long since we've mm-hmm. actually done Champions League games on here. But I, I was actually confident. And we, when we were doing it back then, they kind of running like kinda of tee he we had about the, the Champions League was, oh, we're gonna get gubbed. We're mm-hmm. gonna get gubbed. I didn't feel like that at all. And but uh, with what Ange was talking about before the game, I have to sort of reaffirm my belief in what he was saying. He was talking about how it was a it was a chance to actually test yourself. And by test yourself, that's not just by turning up on the pitch as with a team better than you. That's not testing yourself. You know, inherently, mm. testing yourself is playing the way you want to play football, playing the way you believe is the best opportunity for you to win the game, and doing that against a team that, for, well, the world thinks will will crush you, and trying to put on a performance. That's what gives me confidence, and that's what really was the the test. And we will learn an awful lot more from doing that. These players will learn an awful lot more from doing that than playing 5-4-1 and putting the ball long and trying to play for fouls in the edge of the box and all that kind of stuff. And that is my, that's my whole point about the, I don't want to really drag us back into that tedious Scottish football thing, right? Mm. But it was never about like trying to beat Celtic and playing it and going toe-to-toe with them football-wise and the budgets and all that kind of stuff. But Celtic have proven that you can do it. I lost the game. Of course, mm. so they lost the game fairly comfortably in the second half, but we all stayed behind that night. We stayed behind singing the manager's name mm. because of what Celtic had shown us out there. Not because we're daft happy clappers and we, we're just happy <laughs> with, with anything we see out there. It's because we were proud of the performance that Celtic put in against arguably the best team in the world.
0: It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves...
1: Manscaped Product Alert. <laughs> You asked for it and they listened. Our friends at Manscaped just brought the Ultra Smooth package to Europe. Everyone knows by now that the Lawnmower 4.0 is the best electric shaver for your balls. But if you're looking for a closer shave or prefer to go completely bare down there, off-putting, then the Ultra Smooth package is the perfect set. It's time to shave that bush of yours, off-putting again, and get right to the roots by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code Tim's.
2: That's right Jamie, the Ultra Smooth Package is a specialised groin shaving kit yep, to help you buff, protect and smooth your most sensitive areas. I'm talking crop shaver razor, crop exfoliator and crop gel. Men, you no longer have to borrow your lady's razor for that precise trim. It's time to get up close and personal with the best tools for the job, the Ultra Smooth Package from Manscaped.
1: It's just a ball sack trimmer, Jamie. <laughs> yes it is Stephen You can get 20% off And free shipping With the code Tims at manscaped.com That's 20% off And free shipping With the code Tims at manscaped.com Smooth out your fellas With the new Ultra smooth package Really off-putting From the fellas At Manscaped Your balls Well oh, thank you It's the hope You're talking about With you, 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 yeah, you, yeah. you, you, you confidence And that is That's truly the gift That Ange has given us <laughs> is, is, is your the Greatest your, gift of all Ah, you're going up And, you, and you're coming in With Hope and you're coming in with you know what my team might be able to do something today and I heard, an, I heard it might have been um, I can't remember what radio station it was but I think it might have been an English one and they were out in Glasgow and they were interviewing people and every single Celtic fan was like no I think we'll take something off from yeah, the day yeah. and it, you might look back and you go oh, that was a wee bit misguided no way we're going but I don't think a Celtic victory was as far off as you think that game could have ended a number of different ways sure you know high Vegas odds Nine, ten to one that Real Madrid were going to win that game every time. But Celtic definitely had a chance of getting something out of that game and going into the game with the, the hope and the the ambition and the I don't know the other word I'm looking for, Melly, so I'm just gonna to come to you.
3: <laughs> yeah, well I, I get what you're saying, even though you didn't actually say it. Mm. But uh, it's looking back at it, like what Steven said, like Celtic went there and they played their game. So what was missing from the game? Mm. And I kind of feel just that we need a bit of everything to get something out of these games and we didn't have that luck, maybe that break Real Madrid's goal they get a break in the middle of the park for one of them, there's a a bit of luck in some of their goals but thinking back to the last sort of big result Celtic had in the Champions League the Man City game because look it's been what, nine years since we won a Champions League game at home, the Man City game, the first goal potentially offside it hits off Dembele's chest after a header Kieran Tierney's goal takes a massive deflection and it's down as an OG and then the cross comes in and Dembele does a piece of magic mm. Celtic didn't really create any more chances than they did against Real yeah, Madrid yeah. but we got three we deserved the goals but we get three bits that it all fell for us and we still didn't come away with a victory that night and the Real Madrid game we just simply didn't come up with that it didn't happen for us but we did absolutely everything else right because as you're saying, Jamie, I can't remember Carter Vickers or Jens making big last ditch tackles. There was no nothing cleared off the line. There was no absolute period of pressure where you thought we are on the ropes here. We need to get out of here. I didn't think that was Celtic. Mm. I thought when we got the ball, we tried to play a way out and done it well. It's just just didn't go for us on the night, and I think that's why everybody's sort of accepting of this. I was like, right, maybe finish a chance or two, but Real Madrid. It wasn't as if they brought a second team. It was their full-strength team. And as Stephen said, they all came out and they played well. Even some of the players, you think, we can maybe target the full-backs. They're not world-class players. They're not household names. They are very, very good players. They were class. Mm. Absolutely class. And you're just looking at every player on that Madrid team. And there was times in the game where Celtic had a bit of an edge and the crowd was on them. Didn't face a single player in that Real Madrid team. Not one of them looked as if they were letting the ball slip away or scared to get on the ball they all just look like we do this all the yeah. time and they just kept passing the ball about and f- trying to frustrate Celtic and you're like this is where they've already learned everything they need to know but Celtic are at the very start of that journey so let's just enjoy it now I know when you've got guys like Tony Cruz <laughs> who's won
1: I know. almost everything there is to win <laughs> yeah. three times and Modric in midfield it's going to take a lot to sort of um, spook these guys but I think there's I think one of the other telling things about the game, Stephen, is when you just want to single Celtic players out for praise, you're looking at Celtic's more attacking players. You know what I mean? It's not, yeah. wow, what a defensive performance. You're looking at Matt O'Reilly. Wow. Yeah. I mean, every week that goes by, that guy's just looking every single inch an absolute superstar. You're looking at Rio Hatati. Unbelievable. Some of the passing on display from Hatati. Callum McGregor, every time he's faced with a challenge, he takes it up. Yakimakis, I thought, one, one of the unsung heroes of that game the Real Madrid centre-halves did not like dealing with that guy. No, Militao. Not for, one, not, not for a... one minute did they like dealing with him. And I actually thought he probably caused them more problems than Cuyogo because Cuyogo maybe plays a way they're more used to playing. Yak I know called him Diego Costa there. He's
2: gazumped by Wolves, by the um, way. Should yeah. have brought him home.
1: <laughs> but yeah, we don't need him. We've got Yaka yeah, Marcus, But the, the performance he put in was
2: sensational. Aye, he and Militao had a, a bit of a, a ding-dong battle, mm. one of those kind of old-fashioned big guy up front versus the big guy at the back battles and Militao went off injured, shat it, yes. went off, off injured. So did Benzema. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Benzema went off as well but Rudiger comes on the second half and again, as I said, Champions League winner with mm-hmm. Chelsea just last or uh, the previous year, the year before Real Madrid won it, so it's not, as a, not exactly a massive step down in quality as well but Yakimak is deserved. I thought the I, th- I saw the the kind of the other side of the or the big clubs get all the decisions thing if you know what I mean Look, mm. Celtic and Rangers are often accused of getting all the big decisions in Scotland when you, you get the Diddy teams you know yeah. piping up but uh, I saw a little bit of that I thought there was a lot of that. I thought Yakimakis was harshly treated a couple of times just by being physical with their centre mm. half.
3: Sometimes I feel he doesn't help himself. But no, there was one he got he controlled it on his chest in the box and just theatrically throws himself. Yes, down. yes. You yes. yes. had the ball. Like, you don't need to do this. And if like, I can see it for here, the ref, <laughs> ref can see it. <laughs> I know. I thought, but. Um, Obviously,
2: we'll talk about individual performances, and we already are, but again, the context of this is you look at the Real Madrid team, their right side is unbelievable, absolutely Mm -hmm. unbelievable. If you include Modric in that, who appears kind of just about everywhere, but it is ostensibly their right-sided central midfielder of of a three. You've got Valverde ahead of him and Carvajal. Behind them, the, their right side was absolutely astonishing on the night. I thought they and were that's the three the bit best. He'd players. Probably target because <laughs> I didn't really know
3: much about Valverde. And he's probably the best
2: player in the club. Having looked at glanced across the stats afterwards, if you've got right. Middle left of the mm. channels that you can attack down over fifty percent of their attacks and their most real productive attacks were down their right side for the game as well. So it was obviously a thing that they're they're used to as well. I thought Greg Taylor was was great again, mm-hmm. uh, like just typically really brilliant, especially in the face of what he was up against that night as well. Jota and Abada have a lot to learn at that level. Well, I yes. think it's I think it's difficult for the creative flair players to stand out in a game like that where you're really up against it and you're really up against a team that are much better than you and come up against better players than you can possibly offer as well. But in terms of their I don't think Abada got past these man once and I do you know what? I'm not even criticising it. I don't even expect them to get yeah. past a guy like that at all. I mean, what, what are you really going to get? You're maybe going to get past them once or twice before being closed down by maybe one of the centre halves. Anyways, that's that's how good they are. But I think they need to maybe work on their defensive, yeah, definitely, the defensive side of things because did you think we did suffer quite a bit down, down the flanks and it's just. Juranovic and Taylor can only do so much um, mm. before you know they're being you know, double teamed and you're know, doubled up on tripled up on and all that. So it's very difficult if your if your wingers are getting a little bit maybe. Spooked is maybe the wrong word, right? But I just I think they they didn't really show the same co- level of confidence that they do in I think domestic football. I think
1: Jota showed a lot of that. Yeah. Would what, what you think? I think two things happened. I think Abada just had a sort of I suppose it's maybe. Praise a wee bit. But he had a very typical Abada performance. Yeah, yeah. He had a, compared to how we're used to seeing him, like in the Rangers game, for example. he's Hopped
3: at half time, so that's it, it was a story.
1: Well, it was, but he wasn't like awful. Whereas no. you're looking at Jota, and it's probably because of the past record that he's got. Stephen, I thought, I think the perform, I think the occasion got a, a wee bit too much of Jota, and it wasn't. I've, it wasn't just so much a case of coming up there against a the world class defenders and they're nicking the ball off him. It was no showing for the ball or maybe Mm. getting rid of it a wee bit quicker than he usually does instead of taking the guy on he would take him on and beat him he would beat him and then uh, uh, towards the end of the first half he was giving the ball away his passing was a bit poor and I just thought I think the occasion I just think he just needs to believe in himself a wee bit more he just needs to believe he belongs at this level I think that was maybe what held Jota back
2: Yeah, again I just I can't help but just go back to the fact that these players will learn a lot from that A, a huge, huge amount from that game that's not to say that they're going to take it directly into the games in the Champions League right away. The, this whole Champions League group will be a huge learning curve mm. for, for these players. There's no doubt about that. But I, th- I thought Jota came into a wee bit. I thought he put in a couple of decent crosses, a couple of nice balls into towards Jackie Makis. And again, what you're up against here is it's not only superior ability, but they're just a little bit more street savvy than, yeah. mm-hmm. than Celtic are there's a fair check t- if a centre half gets into a tussle with Yakimakis in the box and goes down the ref's going to blow for that every single yeah. time so Jota was pinging in a couple of crosses all of a sudden Yakimakis has got a guy lying at his feet and the ball just goes out the other side mm. so I'm, I'm, I'm not even I'm not making accusations of cheating or anything like that this is just what happens and yeah. Celtic aren't kind of used to it at all
3: Yeah I, I'm the same I think the two white players could have played better but I've not really got a problem with how they perform going forward it was more how they how they were going back the way. Mm. I think they could have gave more protection to their full-backs. And it was something I noticed in the, the Rangers game that Juranovic and somebody else, I can't remember who, had to shout at bad a couple of times during that game to track back. Mm. And then a couple of minutes, he gets subbed off despite scoring two goals. But that's why I have maybe started Maeda where Abada's form. But yeah. I just feel if look, Jota and Maeda it's going to be difficult no matter what. I think they gave as good as they could but they could do so much better but there's no real excuse for not working back the way if Mm. you're not having a good game I always say make sure the guy you're up against has a terrible game their two fullbacks were really good and that's because a lot of the time they had space or the run wasn't matched so when Real Madrid went beyond them they didn't quite go back the way they as quick as they should and it meant it opened up space for somebody else and that's where Celtic were carved open a couple of times. So that's the only criticism I would have of them. It could have done a wee bit better going forward, but going back the way had to work a lot harder for me.
1: Right, I think we've got the criticisms of the way let's talk about some
2: positives. Matt O'Reilly Stephen. Ah oh, fantastic. What a player. There was a, a occasion in the first half where it would talk it may sound a bit like OTT saying that players wouldn't look at a place in that team, and I, but I don't think it's massively exaggerating. Could no. they could they play at that level for the, the the consistency throughout a season that it takes to play for a club like Real Madrid? I doubt it. But on a on a one occasion that you can go into a game like that and look like you belong on the pitch with these players, because we're talking about Luka Modric and the previously I mentioned. Tony Cruz and I thought um, Truameni if that's Mm. how you pronounce it I thought he was excellent as well they brought on that Camavinga who we've played against before I think he's only 19 he looked really good as well so that's again a midfield uh, company you're keeping there but there was an occasion quite early on where Matt O'Reilly he just took one of those wee shuffles where he doesn't touch the ball lets it come across him just sort of drops his Mm. shoulder and someone just ran past him and all of a sudden there was a load of space and I thought you know what, you're quite good at football. (laughs) But that was just one of those occasions where I thought, aye, you you look like you belong at this level. I mean, again, level is slightly subjective here. It's Mm. not not necessarily Real Madrid, but he belongs in the Champions League. I don't think that that was ever in doubt right enough. No, I think a lot of teams will be watching him. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Especially after that performance, especially after Hattati's performance. He was just sitting there, just looking like, at times he was looking like peak Luca Modric. Do you know what I mean? Just sitting back, pinging balls. You see the one where he, did he take a throw in for Greg Taylor? Uh, yeah, and without even looking, Oh uh, without even looking, he just bat- volleys it right across the jota
3: Yeah, so it's went viral, but it is like sumptuous to watch, yeah. and it's absolutely delicious pass. Uh, there's still things in his game. I thought it could. Some of his positional play was a wee bit, but again, he's learning. But when the guy gets, but you on, get
1: that with him, don't you? He's yeah. A bit of a maverick, and
3: I'm happy to accept that because he can do that pass mm. out there. Because look, looking about? Well, probably every. Midfielder on the pitch could have actually done that because yeah. they're all class, <laughs> but it's something we don't see very often. And like you're looking for these guys, like make a mistake, get on it again. Every single one of them in the midfield three did. I thought Celtic's midfield three, three were brilliant, like Atati O'Reilly, but Callum McGregor again, like for a guy that's maybe been there and done it before, to come in here and captain Celtic in the Champions League and put in that performance. Against that stat, and that, that's not the first time he's went up against Modric like that and not looked yeah, out yeah. of place. So the guy is a class act, and all that was missing from him was that goal. But spoke to him after the game, he's like, "I don't know how it didn't get in." And that's just that wee millimetre or two slice of luck you need in these games that we simply didn't get. But can't fault any performance in midfield. Hatate's pass and Joe Hart's save, I think, were mm. the two. I mean, losing three 0
2: at home, no goals are in like to celebrate. They were the two occasions that I jumped up in like, awe at what mm. I would just witnessed. I mean, what. One of those, it was when you see Joe Hart save back, it's a great save, yeah. but it's the goalkeeping cliche you'd expect him to make it. He just yeah. came out and made himself big, but again, that's not what it felt like at the time. That's not it, felt massive at the time. A chance that it might have been barred off anyway, because, yeah. um, if that indeed is a verb, barred, <laughs> but because it was it may be marginally offside as he just sort of crossed the halfway line, maybe slightly too early but the save felt amazing and the Hatati's pass, honestly, a- astonishing. It was out to Jota who was in loads of space, but to take that on the volley over your own shoulder, absolutely. He's been he's been doing that more and more recently, pinging out great passes just that right onto Abada's toes just to mm. take it, it was right into his, his
1: stride. But that one was the, the best of the lot. That's a phenomenal pass. Um, How do you feel about clapping off Luka Modric? <laughs> There's been a lot of moaning about that online and I thought, I thought, uh, I don't, look, look, I don't mind it, in fact. Are you, are you going to be so f- poor-faced? Do you have to be so poor-faced about everything? I mean, it's so the end of the Modric is one of these world-class footballers. Still a bit of an underdog, kind of. Do you know what I mean? He's existed in a period where... I don't mean he's an underdog insofar as he's rubbish. I mean, he's, he's existed in a period where there's been several very great players, but you delete them and Luka Modric would be easily one of the best players in the world. Is he the Andy Murray of, uh, of this year, year he, in football? Kind of. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, that's <laughs> it. You know, he's... he's, he's Tennis a-
3: this week, is it?
2: <laughs> no boxing analogy so far yeah. this week. I was working up to a... Who were we in this analogy? If if, we've, if we continue mm. the Mike Tyson and Lennox Lewis, were <laughs> where we, where we officially... The underdogs. Now, were they Mike Tyson, and we were Leona Lewis? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I would never let happen, by the way. Leona Lewis is an angel, and he would
1: batter us. <laughs> Bloodbath. <laughs> <laughs> you see, someone tweeted as and went, "Did you see Michael Owen made a boxing reference?" And I thought, "No, but I wish I did." Um, was it good? I don't know. Because the crucial I, thing is, those not it was really bad, so he couldn't have copied us. <laughs> well, not if Michael Owen made it. You know. <laughs> he, I mean, yeah, he probably doesn't watch boxing. The certainly wasn't a rocky one anyway. But back back to my point. um So when you're you're clapping, look at he's a fairly inoffensive guy. I just
3: thought there's nothing wrong with this man, guy. You just a stop being so pole faced like, I don't I, I sat down and applauded them because you can appreciate good performances you can appreciate good players but mm. we seen both that night it wasn't as if people were just clapping because he's looking mm. moderate so you watch the guy and say this guy's going to be good and he, he was better than uh, that It's was an absolute midfield masterclass I and- just
1: love the efficiency of movement yeah. Look, yeah. it's wonderful, he, and it's not just how much he runs with his body. Like, it's the the ball comes in, he just like bump, and the, he's played it through. to something you're like, this guy's unbelievable. Thirty-seven 30 the other
3: seven, no. 30 playing at the highest Out there level smoking still. King Eddie. <laughs> 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 he's played at bone the, dry as well under, <laughs> <I said. laughs> yes oh, <laughs> it's been a long time since I've heard that <laughs> there you go it's a, a class player just putting a class performance at the highest level mm-hmm. so I think you can appreciate that as well and just seeing him there going do you know what that, that was unbelievable like mm-hmm. you're seeing him there and as you're saying every movement he makes it's all efficient he's never wasting energy he's never wasting a pass wow wee that was impressive I wasn't wow
1: wee <laughs> I wasn't too
3: impressed with clap- jump angelicals
2: that was
1: <laughs> goody gumdrops look at Modric is playing sound
3: like one of the fucking railway children <laughs> another reference for the kids all right Bino <laughs> like
1: Edith Blyton over here
3: <laughs> but I wasn't too impressed with mm. clapping off Benzema my when he goes off in my pocket full of
1: money mints <laughs> anyway, sorry
3: mate I nah, just I wasn't <laughs> impressed with clapping off Benzema after
1: going off injury. he didn't do anything did he no I don't that, that is taking that a wee bit too far it's Stephen, that, oh, sorry, lashings
2: using. and lashings of applause. Yes. It yes,
1: it was. Uh, I don't think it matters
2: either way. Like, there's like these two entrenched camps who mm. are like, Oh, you, you want to make the stadium a fearful place to come. I don't think like, it didn't affect them clearly, but mm-hmm. like booing them, you could have booed them all day and it, it wouldn't have affected his performance, and likewise, at clapping them. I don't think really affects anything whatsoever it's not for I don't do it I, mm. I, it's not for me not because I'm sitting there well, sitting in my hands I refuse to applaud mm. it just doesn't enter my head to applaud a, an opposition player I don't have a problem with it at all as long as it's no over the top I don't want it getting pure soccer AM about it mm. I like, every time he plays a pass we're like shit oh he plays a two me your own reaction <laughs> in the stand, every time Modric
1: plays a pass oh my
2: god absolute limbs uh, you know, that can be the thumbnail <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I wasn't even, like up standing up courtesying the guy, but just a yeah. class, absolute yeah. class, and a bit of a polite applause. The atmosphere at Celtic Park when they well, okay, I mean, I just felt, I just felt, what overriding emotion was. It's so good to be back. Oh, yeah, I'm, because this, sorry, but this team and especially this manager deserve this stage.
2: I, I, no doubt. I, I said on our at the match podcast that we we did immediately after the game, well during the game and immediately afterwards that when I went in on my own Melly had to go and get his press pass you know because mm. he's because he's important like that he had to go and get his press pass um, for after the game for that little bit of content that we got after the game but I went in on my own I was just standing there and there was they were playing clips on um, on the big screen of previous Champions League big moments like the, the Nakamura free kick Scott mm. McDonald scoring and all that and I'm like I'm getting emotional here I'm, <laughs> I genuinely was I'm not just saying that for like the for some hilarious banter here I, I genuinely could feel like what it was just what it was like, and it would, and that was proven as well when the absolute eruption of applause happened when the Champions League uh, theme played. Mm. The theme played, and the place absolutely erupted like a goal had been scored. I've never heard anything like yeah. it, and I've seen people who were just there as neutral, you know, just journalists mm. who were who were there covering for like ESPN or BT or whatever it was. who'd said they'd never seen anything like it, but just just the applauding of a theme
1: playing. Yeah. To, and and that's and that's the, what added to it. The North Cove banner tribute to Leprechaun in the Hood, which <laughs> which was which was absolutely I've seen that. I've, I've seen, seen Leprechaun it. in the Hood, yeah. No, it's not bad. <laughs> absolutely absolutely tremendous. <laughs> never whole... seen Raging Bull, but I have seen Leprechaun <laughs> I in the I, Hood. I, yeah, I've never what have I never seen? Uh, nothing of nothing immediately comes to mind, but there's several good films I haven't seen. <laughs> Platoon. The other, the other <laughs> one. I've never seen Platoon. Hey, listen, I've not done this properly for so long. If you like what we do on this podcast and you like the podcast and you would like some more Some more features, some more videos, some more stuff centred around matches, reaction podcasts. Patreon.com slash 20-Minute Tims. It keeps this podcast going, it gives you extra content, it supports us and lets us do what we do best. And that's Cover sales. Take. That's Patreon.com slash 20-Minute Tims. There'll be a link in the bio. And if you're watching this and you've not subscribed on YouTube, please hit subscribe. We would really, really appreciate it. Any final thoughts, Stephen, on the Real Madrid clash? I mean... We've got uh, Shakhtar up next. Yes. Um, yeah. We'll be doing some Patreon stuff for that, obviously. Marion Schved <laughs> scored twice. He did. Uh, Melly's shuddering. Scored Get ag- your stick. He's yeah. going to mm-hmm. score again. Certainly. He scored again at the weekend. He did. Now, it's not something that surprised me because for some reason, I do remember when we signed him the first time, the feedback from his coach was, I don't know why this kid leaves the country because every time he plays for a foreign team, mm. he, he can't do it. And I think he's left, he's been to the Ukraine. He, he started in Ukraine, left to go to Seville. It didn't work went back to Ukraine. It did work. Left to join us. It didn't work. Now he's back in the Ukraine and it seems to be working for him. Yeah, what have we learned from that so far? Basically, <laughs> just never leave
2: the Ukraine. Quote, Unless you're Russian soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. Yeah, a bit, of political sat- a bit of political commentary there. Right yeah. off the
1: baton. We don't yeah. work on this, <laughs> this part.
2: Of- <laughs> uh, right. Yes, by, by the way, I, I concur. I, mm. I support that movement. Not, not, not the movement into the Ukraine <laughs> the movement suggested by Jamie. Uh right yeah Marian Fed. Uh, there's an air of inevitability about mm. this isn't there, it's the Joenga Berget it's the Harold Bratback it's the Mo Larsen Henrik, Bangur, Lassen. Henrik Lassen, of course Mo Bangura trying oh, to put us out here when he pl- s- was still on the books of the club <laughs> what did Neil Lennon say
1: if he, th- if he cares about his career he won't play that day <laughs> Mental, <laughs> it's not It's not his fault. We no, loaned him to no. another
2: club and didn't put a clause in the contract. No, I, so it, it's it seems like it's everything's gearing towards Marion Schvedt joining that elite club of a uh, superstars who have done that against Celtic who have flopped for us. We've all sneered at them and they've come back and haunted us in Europe. It's up to Celtic to stop that, uh, because. Yeah, we certainly don't want Marianne Schwedig because it'll become unbearable about mm. how, you know, we wasted him, we wasted his talent and all that. We gave him a, an opportunity. He couldn't, was it, rubbish. It he was I rubbish. couldn't care less. His attitude was absolutely stinking from every report I've ever heard <clears> about <throat> the guy. And, you know, what? good for him if he's found a home which quite literally is his home, yeah. and every time he leaves that home, he's no any good, then good. I hope, he, I hope his, his career starts as of next Monday, not not just, this he, week. <laughs> just
1: just having a look at these games, of and all the praise that we've just doled out to the Celtic team and how we're proud of them and all that sort of stuff. At the end of the day, there is a competition here that we want to do well in, that we want to progress in. And whilst you're happy to have the performance but a defeat against Real Madrid, picking up no points and losing three goals, you're not going to give that pass throughout the rest of the tournament because what, what happens is you're out of the tournament you you don't progress you don't drop into any other competitions you're out in your arse and you've got a terrible record so we need to combine the performance and start picking up points don't we? and on, more importantly we have to start picking up points on the road mm, because yeah. Shakhtar beating Leipzig sort of threw
3: a, a spanner on the works for us a wee bit it sure did and look the Real Madrid game and performance will look silly if we do end up with hardly any like zero points mm. and you just go well do you know what it didn't really Matter because you need to take that performance into the next game and I believe if we perform like that in the game's coming up we can get something out of it we have to take the belief out of that game take the positives and go on there Shakhtar will be difficult it's in Warsaw but Celtic need to target these four games in the middle here between the two Real Madrid games and get points out of them I think as we've seen with the Shakhtar game as you said teams are going to take points off each other Celtic need to be doing that we need Mm. to try and get eight to ten points maybe in this which is a very big ask but even even when Celtic get those points we never seem to go through other teams in, from this country <laughs> yeah. seem to get less than that and go through so it would be nice to get that slice of luck so look, Celtic just need to go there and play their game we, we can't deviate for that we need to go there and play our game and ultimately if we go a goal down the game's not over. There's mm. still plenty of time in it because we are going to concede away from home. Yeah. Just don't let in too many.
2: One small positive from from this weekend's events as well is that um, we've had a rest. You know There can't really be any excuses. We didn't have to go and suffer uh, the, the ignominy of playing against Livingston. That's true, yeah. Uh, so we have had... Uh, I mean, it must be very rare to go from one Champions League to another. I can't remember the last time that could possibly have happened with no league games or... or inlet in between, so there is uh, uh, there is the small positive to take from that. That anyone who was struggling, Kyogo, I presume, will be back fit because he came off the bench against Real Madrid, they almost scored as well. I forgot about that one. Mm. See the what Jota hit a volleyed cross, and then it just kind of hit off Kyogo's knee and no basically looped over the, the far corner. That I get one of, that could possibly have gone in as well. That's just another one of those sliding doors moments. But uh, we should have players back. Starfield, I think, will probably be too early for him as well. But other than that, it seems to be a a clean bill of health, as they yeah. say. Rest rest of the weekend. We've no been we've no spent the weekend getting booted up and doing the the pitch by the Livingston. So hopefully that that plays into our favour.
3: Uh, the only thing about the Livingston game being off is I was really looking forward to see more of when yeah, he yeah yeah. Okay, I thought he did a, a good cameo yeah. when he came on, and I thought you know what, see if we can get him playing, and then. Maybe get some game time And then we'll see him Against Shakhtar Because I just feel like There's going to be a game Where he just comes on And we're at, right It's him and Jota now It's yeah. him and Jota And that's it I think he's going to be A good player So I was looking forward to that Hopefully we organise Some sort of bounce game Or something at the weekend But I'd really like to see him And just see how he gets on I was looking forward to that
1: Hey just to finish up How did the Rangers Go in Europe? I missed it <laughs> <laughs> Well I was going to say that It is
2: okay right? It's, it's fine to lose To a European Giant 3-0 is fine no more than
1: that no, no more than that you have to push the it 4-0. yeah again bad week for rangers fans eh? <laughs> and on that uh, we shall wrap up thank you so much for watching and listening
0: small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right